The world of European comics is a firm favourite here at That Comic Smell. One thing that has always fascinated us in particular is the translation of comics to other languages. One company that is making this available right now is Comics Eurasia. Comics Eurasia translate your comics into two of the most widely used European languages, French and Spanish. The French market alone is worth half a billion dollars per year. Fancy your chances of breaking into that market? Then try Comics Eurasia today. Contact Comics Eurasia on comicsurasia at gmail.com. You can also DM and follow them on Twitter at Comics Eurasia. Comics Eurasia. Comics translated. Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your host, Tom Stewart. With special guest, Josh Hicks. Hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Do I sound alright? Yeah, I sound okay. I'm I'm not too loud or anything for you either, am I? Nah, sounds good to me. Good, 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 good. Just trust it as I was trying to get everything set up, the batteries died on my bloody keyboard. <laughs> so I was away uh, running trying to find batteries in the house, like, ah, fuck. So how are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm alright. You had a good day? Yeah. Busy day? Uh, yeah, pretty busy, my end. Day job's, well, day job's always busy, so... What about yourself? What are you doing in the day? Oh, uh, I'm a dog walker. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, October holidays, although it goes quite quiet on the uh, on the dog front, it goes very, very busy on the cats and rabbits and shit like that. So. What do you have to do with a cat and a rat? Just sit? sit. Yeah, or, basically just go yeah. in, feed them, sort out the ship tray and, and just sort of check they're all right and they're still breathing. And then leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. As long as you like cats. As long as you go on. Yeah, exactly. But it's uh, it is a case of there is like an, an endless amount of them away at the minute. So, <laughs> um, so you you think like, oh yeah, it's just you know nip in the house and fill up and go out. But they've all got specific a lot of times, and you uh... know, there's like four or five of them before you even start your day, and you've got to be at the houses picking up the dogs at fucking nine o'clock and shit like that. I'm like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> logistical nightmare yeah it's an enterprise. pretty pretty full on yeah what about yourself man um i work in like a little animation studio um, oh, nice. it's not always animation it's just like little bits and pieces that come in so it's uh it's usually just like more corporate stuff right okay but um i was struggling today with technology technology was getting the best of me <laughs> uh so i feel all right now now i've got skype sorted i think i'm safe yeah <laughs> let me just uh I'm gonna take a take this coat off a sec. Yeah, no problem. Got too many layers on, and then I'll be I'll be. There we go. I'm back in action. <laughs> Ready. We've we've basically started, so I will just say, "Who are you, sir?" My name is Josh Hicks. And what? I'm are a you? cartoonist. Ah, oh, I'm a cartoonist. I did it too fast. No, you're all good. Everybody does Friend, it. Did Every, you? Everybody goes straight in. Like I'm this. I'm and Josh this. Hicks. I'm a cartoonist. I answer questions quickly. <laughs> Quickly and abruptly, that's that's the way it should be. 
So, um, so you say you worked at a, an animation, like a small animation place, mainly mainly corporate. You said. Uh, well, we do a lot of different stuff. So we do stuff for like, um, like product visualization and stuff like that. Um, okay. But then we do get to do like little cool um, character animation jobs. So do quite a lot with like um, the BBC making like educational videos for like. Uh, did you ever use BBC Bite Size? All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll make stuff that, so I'm like, uh, I'm shaping young minds. <laughs> That's the, it's like the school material thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. if you uh, you go home from school and you just go, need some revision tips in the yeah. form of a video, oh, I might have made that video. That is bringing, and... that is bringing back some memories. That right there, <laughs> I still remember the little, I think it was like an orange fish or something that they had in it's it. It's not the fish, they've taken the fish away. Oh, fish right, isn't yeah. anymore. But I, I have fond memories of that fish. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I did one for Welsh language. Oh, nice. I directed, and I, uh, I, didn't, I don't speak Welsh. <laughs> I was actually going to say, do you speak Welsh yourself? But it came, I got good reviews from the BBC, so it's fine. Nice. See the amount of see the amount of Welsh people that I, that have say to me like, oh yeah, I've done such and such for Welsh sections or or whatever, and then they sort of say, oh, do you speak Welsh yourself? No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, just get translator. Yeah, <laughs> you have to sort of. It's just a bit like potluck, really. You either are born in a certain area, or your parents wanted to like enrol you into a Welsh school for right, whatever okay. reason they had, or you sort of had a bit of time and you took it upon yourself to learn as an adult. Yeah. And I've done neither of those three things. <laughs> but my English is all right. Spot on, mate. That's all, that's all you need. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it would be the same with kind of Gaelic in here, really. It would be either whether you were intentionally by your parents sort of relocated or were born into it. Sort of thing. How many people speak Gaelic, percentage-wise? Do you reckon? Oh God, um, probably quite a, a lot higher than I would estimate. Probably, I would say. Oh, there we go. I would, I would probably say probably just below half of the population. But that's because, oh wow. But that's, I think, a lot of the northern region of Scotland that kind of gets taught in schools. Yeah. Um, I think so. Your Aberdeen. Aberdeen and above, like most of their schools, it's all that's all actually being taught on the syllabus, sort of thing. So, um, and then when you go even higher than that, and you go past Inverness and you're getting out to the borders and that, that's basically all they speak. So, um, yeah. and they hold, same in Wales, really. Yeah, and they hold quite a high bit of the population that people underestimate. So, I think it's probably the, the same sort of thing. I'd like a Welsh language version of the comic. It'd be good. Get someone in to do that. Oh, that would be good. Be actually. nice. Yeah. I only know like I'm tired and I'm uh, I like carrots uh, <laughs> and like I like coffee. <laughs> I know like three sentences. <laughs> so you could just say that to each other over and over again. Just so... <laughs> I don't. I don't think I know any Gaelic at all. I can imitate it, but I have no idea. What are you saying? No, I just like I. I don't have a clue any of the languages whatsoever. But I, like I can. If, do what it kind of sounds like on like the, Gaelic, the ba- BBC what does it sound like? radio um, so they'll say like random words in between so they'll say like Akamura uh, Hashikara Ice Cream Goshkara Hera and you're like oh right cool <laughs> yeah um, it cuts off at a certain point you're yeah. not going to get like a, 
a new word for like microwave. <laughs> it's very true. So it's just like you just have to drop it Engli- get the English in there. Yeah. I'm done. I think people forget that like the language will only be dated so far. So yeah. they forget that things that maybe come from our other European countries or something across here that we didn't have in and around that time. They're like, oh, but they must have a translation for it. Like, they probably have a translation for ice and cream, but not together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it doesn't, it's not the same. It's the same as like fucking German or whatever. You don't put just two things together and hope it makes a coherent sentence. You know what I mean? I think there is a Welsh word for ice cream, but I'm not going to, I don't know what it is. I'm not going <laughs> to. But I think it's like Tyson, but oh. who knows? You who knows? A, maybe. You took a shot in the dark for it, at least. That's more than yeah. I could do. <laughs> You've got the one for carrot. That's all you need. <laughs> moron. M- moron. Carrot is moron. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I only know a few choice words. If they're funny. If they're funny words, I remember them. Moron. <laughs> coffee. is just coffee. Oh, right. Okay. And um, squash. You know the game squash? Yeah. It's sponken. Sponken. <laughs> nice. Do you know That's the? Know. Do you know the um, the Welsh word for wrestling? Yes. Wrestlo. Wrestlo. Yeah, there okay. was this S four C wrestling show called Wrestlo. Oh, nice. <laughs> Welsh language wrestling, and I think. Well, I don't know if this is true. It was from the eighties, and I think I knew some. I know someone who had a meeting with S4C to try and bring it back and it failed. Because <laughs> oh, it yeah. was but uh, it almost came back. It got to the meeting stage. Just very, very close but no cigar. Yeah. Oh. Wrestlo. Do they do it's a lot- great though, if you can find clips of Wrestlo online, it's really good. Nice. Is it was it like a proper was it like a, a proper sort of promotion or was it like a- it was just like uh, it was a guy like Oreg Williams. He was like a guy who was, I think he was on like um World of Sport and stuff, right? And okay. it's essentially Welsh World of Sport, uh, um, but there's like some good technical wrestling on there and stuff. It's good. Oh, nice, nice. So it wasn't like fucking the old variety show, fucking giant haystacks and shit like that. It might, it probably was. There was a lot of <laughs> giant haystacks on there, probably. Yeah, it was before I was alive, so I've only seen it via like Twitter clips. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Well, how, well so just... if you don't mind me asking, um, how old are you? I'm. Uh, I'm 28 years old. Oh, oh right, okay. I, so you're just you're only two years younger than me. So that's that's we're we're in and around the same sort of generation. Oh, so that's fine. I'm uh, am I 28? <laughs> yes. I turned I turned 28 last month. Right. Okay. I have to do the same, mate. You're fine. I'm so glad that I've actually turned 30 because now I've got a nice round yeah. number and I know. I'm 30, but for the longest time between sort of 23 upwards, I had no clue what my age was at all. Somebody would ask me, and I'd be like, maybe 25, I'm not sure. (laughs) My girlfriend was born in 1990, and she's got a nice round number. (sighs) But really, all you have to do is deduct, but it's it's just too much maths. (laughs) Yeah, not not a strong suit. As a 30-year-old man... Mm Mm-hmm. Do you, as as you turn thirty, do you feel like a marked decline physically, or um, is it because everyone says it's a big drop off? Yeah, do you know what? It's going to sound really strange, right? I on my thirtieth birthday, 
I got a bunch of messages from folks saying like, oh, you know, you're you're getting to this age now, like from people so older, being like, you got to that age now where you're going to feel a creak in your knees and you're going to find it hard to get up in the morning. And I laughed and so I thought, oh yeah, you know, just going along with the usual cliches. I genuinely shit you not. About two days later, I started to get an ache in my left knee, and I've not been <laughs> a- I've not been able to shake it ever since. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's it's really odd. Um, I don't know if it's just a mental thing or what, mm-hmm. but I've just suddenly started to notice like little things are just a bit harder to do. And my a friend of mine that I grew up with since I was about two, he just turned thirty as well, and he said the exact same thing. And he's very active. A very mm. active dude, and he said it himself he fell the other day whilst doing. I think he was like biking or something like that, and he said he found it so hard to get back up. And yet, like six months earlier, he was straight back up and back on the bike. And he was like, "I just don't know if it's just the age is messing with my head or what." He's like, "But I found it so hard to get up, and I had to just end it right there." He was like, "I just <laughs> had to go home and just be like, fuck it, no, I've had enough.'" I, like, I uh, I've had like a creaky knee since I was like eight. I really? Think. I just feel like I've always ached, <laughs> so I'm sure I'd be all right, fine. Got like ache uh, experience. So you wake up at thirty and just be like, ah, mm. fuck, it's the same. It's the same. Usually, it's all the same. You ever watch? Well, we saw, you talked about topics that we could talk about, and I said about wrestling. Yes. Uh, because I make a wrestling comic. Have you ever seen that documentary? Uh, Beyond the Mat. No, I've heard of it. Um, I think a pal of mine actually sent me a link to it a while back, it but I've not actually watched it. It's really good. It follows like a few different wrestlers. Okay. Uh, Mick Foley's in there. Oh, um, right, okay. There's a horrible bit with Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, yeah. But there's a bit with Terry Funk, who okay. was old when they made that, and that was the 90s. Yeah. And uh, there's a bit where he's just like going on about how bad his knees hurt, and like he's just getting out of bed, and it's clearly like, you know, he's going to do a match tonight, but he he's just like sat on the edge of his bed, just looking like, ah. And I feel like that, having done nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, four hours later, getting his head smashed in with like a big two by four wrapped in barbed wire, and I was like, I feel like that, just sitting, just getting, going from standing to sitting. I feel like that. Is he is he still going? Um, well, is he still no. alive? He's still alive. Yeah, he's, he's almost still wrestling. Like he retires like every two years, but he I think his last match was like a couple of years ago. Oh really? Yeah, Jeez. he's a good man. He's he's unbelievable. Like I, honestly, I, I shit you not, he's he's just like a bit of rubber that just keeps bouncing back. It's ridiculous. There's uh, like if anyone doesn't know. The wrestling move, a moonsault. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like a where you jump off like the top of the ropes and you like flip and land on an enemy. Uh, it's kind of like an inverse backflip, isn't it? It's like a, yeah, yeah. He started doing that when he was like fifty-five. Yeah. He was like in the he'd already done like a whole career, <laughs> but without bothering to in, implement that. And then he's like, right, I'm gonna check the moonsault in now. <laughs> he's just he just always perplexed me completely like he took such a battering and he always just kind of looked like he 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 kind of smelt of like old must and leather mm. and I, I just can't believe that he's still alive it's just unbelievable and he just did the most insane stuff for being an older guy like a really old guy yeah he's been an old guy since i've been alive yeah he's still going i mean you look at the old um 
the old tag team matches with him and Foley, and it's just like fuck. He looks ancient there. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> you know, he's, he's balding, he's hunched over, his skin's all sagging and shit. And oh my god, I just can't believe it. He's but, a hero. But then there was just like there was no fucking limitations in those days either. Like, no, just, it was just like the wild west, I suppose, wasn't it? You can just do whatever you wanted. It go, really was. Go to Japan for like five years, just get beaten up, yeah. come back. It's funny, they used to tell stories about um, like all the Japanese wrestling matches and stuff like, oh, like the miniature explosives at the side of the mm. ring and stuff like that. And they used to go like, nah, bullshit. And then it was like Mick Foley released his um, autobiography and that was it. Like you found out everything. Like everybody suddenly knew it. Like everybody that was in the public, everything knew yeah, all yeah. the stuff about what actually happened and all the grisly details. Um, yeah, it was just unbelievable. Well, I think stuff like that. Like, so they used to do like um, death matches in Japan in the nineties, yeah. and and the, yeah, they do like barbed wire and like electric, electric sized. No, <laughs> how would you say like a rope has got electric current running through it? Um, there we go. Oh my god! I'm not good at English. Elect- electrically Electric charged, ropes. electrically charged ropes. Yeah. C4 under the ring. Yes. And like glass, but like I think if you do some of that stuff every now and again, it's probably better for you than like um, just getting consistently whacked in the head. Yeah. For like twenty, you know, like if you just did a few horrible matches with like, uh, you know, uh, thumbtacks going into your head, is uh. It's easier to take that than like just a whole career of just being dropped on your back. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, one night of sort of going through that. So every, I think that might be why. Months. I mean, he did that as well. So he is just like a weird anomaly. Yeah, but it's probably why certain people have got weird longevity where you're just like, how are they still alive? Yeah, completely. It's weird though. See, when I when I'm looking at like if you go by mainstream sort of WWE or WWF as it was in those days, um. If you look at how it was all perceived, um, at the very, very start, they were all so big and everything was really flash, but it all looked kind of... Like, you look at the matches, maybe not now, but, like, in hindsight, it all looked kind of safe at the start. Mm -hmm. And then it was just, like... There was just a sudden shift, and it was like they were just trying their best to kill the wrestlers. Yeah, they just kicked off. I think there's, like, a match where, like... uh... Stone Cold Steve Austin gets his head busted open. Yes. And, uh, and after that, I was just like, "All right, we'll uh, we'll just keep plowing it into the ground." Yeah. Uh, there was and then a... like ECW and stuff come along, so everyone wanted to see more blood. Yeah. It was just it was mad. That whole attitude era was just insane, and it took it just made it all kind of dirty. In a yeah, way. Yeah. It it all looks a bit like dodgy barn. Yeah. yeah, just like you can, it feels gross. Yeah, it really does. It, it kind of reminds me of like the old backyard wrestling DVDs yeah. that we used to put out. Um, like they were pretty fucking sketchy, but then you look at the ECW stuff and it's like that's not really a far stretch <laughs> to be honest. In a bigger room, yeah, a higher budget, I guess. About it, if you look at like um, all Japan wrestling at like the same time, like the 90s, mm-hmm. it looks really classy. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, there's no, like, you know, they didn't tend to do any, like, the violent deathmatch stuff. No, but, um, that was You all... would just watch people just fucking getting walloped in the head. Yeah. Or they would just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> so violent. Yep. But that's, a lot of the, a lot of the Japanese wrestlers are a lot more tough. 
is what I stiff. Yeah, it's it's totally what I've what I've gleaned from a lot of the interviews is like people talking about um I, I won't be specific on names. I'm not very good with names, but they're they're talking about specific wrestlers, and they're like, oh, "I just dreaded going in the ring with them because it was just <laughs> I knew I was going to end up getting an actual punch to the face and stuff like that." And you're just like, "Jesus!" Yeah, like imagine well imagine getting in the ring and actually being petrified just to go against somebody. <laughs> um, oh, just unbelievable! And telling them like, "Oh, I'm going for this," and then just point blank saying no. <laughs> oh, I'm just slapping you in the head. Yeah, and you're just like fuck. It's... Why? Uh, so you were you a wrestling fan? I or was are you still. Um, no, I, I. Do you know? What? I'd love to be. Mm. I really would love to be, but I've put so much time and attention into comics and mm. just sort of comics on a whole that it kind of takes up a lot of the time. Like I don't really watch movies near as much i don't play games near as much mm. but i just don't, don't play games at all and wrestling was kind of one of the first ones to fall um yeah but it, i was really like i was really into it and massively into a lot of the actual specific wrestlers like i really got into like their persona personas and stuff mm. not so much the matches like although i enjoyed the matches i really got into like the different personas but i think that's probably that probably says something about like my comic habits and stuff as well. Like, into characters. And you don't stuff care like about that. the issue. You just want to see Wolverine. Yeah. Who's okay, writing it? You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like fuck, I just see them sit down, like anything. Um, um. Yeah, I was sort of the same. I just sort of like uh, I had a lot of memories because I watched wrestling a lot as like a a child. Yeah. And like a young, not even a young teenager, like a, an older child, that's like eleven or a. But all my memories really are sort of sometimes watching it, and there's a lot of playing video games based on it. So I have seen a lot more of like a CGI Mick Foley do a clothesline yeah. than I have a real physical man. <laughs> and like I think the yeah, so it's it's more it is just more the characters than than the actual. Um, like I I remember watching wrestling again then when I was like twenty or something, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is what I'm, I forgot. Like a match was this slow. Because in my mind, everything was just like WWF No Mercy on the N64. If you were just yeah, getting like full on knocked for like thirty minutes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you you forget that the signature moves don't really happen till near the end. Yeah, you can just keep. You can't just keep doing a rock bottom no. twenty times. Although, and then taunting in the corner. You although could. for a while, I think they thought that they could just get away with doing that because that man. Plowed out those rock bottoms and those people's <laughs> elbows like they was like they were going out of fucking fashion. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it's the same with Stone Cold. I mean, he had to do a, a fucking stunner every two minutes in a show <laughs> at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny, but it's um, it's an odd thing. Like I really got into it, um, and and was really sort of trying to fire off. Like I had mates that were really into it on like a an indie promo level, and they were watching all like the Japanese shows and everything. They were yeah. following like everything. They were really hardcore into it. So I was kind of following it on that basis and trying to catch up with them, but never quite managing it. I think the the most I managed to get into it was I I kind of learnt some of the wrestlers from sort of ROH. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then that was about it. I couldn't get into like New Japan or or anything at all. I was just like, what the fuck? Like totally lost. Well, um, I just sort of um, 
yeah, so I was playing those wrestling games, and I was playing a lot of like Japanese ones. There's this good series called um, Fire Pro Wrestling, yeah. which is like really fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was sort of where the the comic came from. Was right. just kind of playing the games more than watching it ever. Yeah, I can see and that. Then, in your, I can see that in your like when you open up the rooms. And uh, yeah, just a lack of interest in any actual wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> just want to see people walk around. Yep. Um, but then my friend Yoan Morris, who was a cartoonist, he like right. did a call out for other cartoonists in Cardiff, mm-hmm. and he we met up, and I was showing him this wrestling comic, and he like introduced me to all this Japanese stuff. Which I didn't know at the time was like the sort of inspiration between behind that Fire Pro game, where like sort of like how Pro Evolution Soccer would like rip off real football players and yeah. change their names. It was essentially that for like twenty years worth of Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Um. So I got really into it, and now we kind of um, just drive around the country, going to weird wrestling shows. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It's a good time to get back into it because um, there's like weird crazy stuff happening like bingo halls yeah there's a lot of like smaller promotions um it's fun i found out an old friend of mine um i've not seen him for a few years but i found out he's a wrestler in like a local local promotion and he's been across to japan and everything like wrestling it's the dream yeah unbelievable and yet put it this way that i would have never seen this guy wrestling ever like (laughs) when we were growing up he was a massive goth Never came out of his room, always played, like, was always into, like, weird, like, goth synth and the Pet Shop Boys and stuff like that. Um, I bet and, he's got amazing entrance music. Yeah, probably, yeah. I wouldn't be that surprised. But now he's, like, he plays to, like, all the kids and everything and, you know, he's he's quite colourful and stuff. Mm. And he, he comes out with, like, really slick back hair and a big beard and stuff and I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell, like, unbelievable. I've seen pictures of him and just thought I've never put two and two together. But I think it's something about wrestling overall just kind of grabs sort of the people you wouldn't expect it to grab sort of thing yeah i think before like if we're if we're looking at like the 90s and the 80s or whatever Mm -hmm. i feel like the way you would find wrestlers to like to train would be like people who got injured playing football in college and they couldn't play football anymore or just like mad bouncers who were just like they could just beat people up pretend to beat people up for money yeah. So they were all just like crazy meatheads, and I think that's why you get that thing of like a lot of wrestlers dying in the nineties because they just like they don't really know how to like uh, regulate drug intake. Yeah. And, like, but now I think it's like that. Um, it's almost like a film school thing where it's just like all the people who grew up watching wrestling now are the ones becoming wrestlers, and so now you're getting like weird teenagers who are just like in their rooms all the time watching wrestling yeah. and instead of like making comics on <laughs> they've decided to just like hone their bodies and become wrestlers yeah it's quite it's quite surreal right enough and you it's a lot of good stuff yeah it's funny you see the you see the difference in the looks of each wrestler as well like i i noticed that um even from looking at like on twitter or something somebody pops up a video of like a recent sort of wwe mm. thing or something like that and I look at it going, fuck it, like they look they look healthy for a start, but they all they all, <laughs> yeah. but they also look um I don't know, they look more sort of normal ish. Like they're not they're not like so hulking that it's completely unattainable. There is some of them that I look at and just kinda of go like, Oh like what's his name? Um Dean Ambrose? 
Yeah, he looks like a man who could yeah. exist. In yeah. a, you know, he looks like he could clap his hands and not like collide. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think some of them couldn't like sit down properly. Yeah, <laughs> proper like. I mean, I, I I always like think back to fucking looking at like the Big Show or even even Mick Foley really is just like a cartoon character. You know what I mean? Like these mm. people don't look like they should exist. And then you go even further back, <laughs> and you've got the like the Ultimate Warrior. My God, that guy was just like ginormous. That's probably the most steroids a man has ever ingested. <laughs> Very much so. I always think back to that. There's that gif that goes about of him running, just mm. pelting it from the back straight into the ring, and I, and just coming up and just going for it like straight away, and just looking like what what I would assume somebody would call a machine gun of a person. <laughs> he, he literally looks like a giant anti-aircraft fucking gun. Like he looks ridiculous. It is unreal. If um, cocaine could take a human form, <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> but you're you were right on that point of like that's why a lot of them died in like yeah, it's sad because obviously we enjoyed it all. Yeah, but, uh, I think people are just a bit um, smarter about it now. I suppose yeah, completely. But Everyone is... seems a bit healthy. We don't know yet, do we? Everyone's still young at the moment, but no, I'm that's true. But they're, they're a lot more conscious about, like, injury and stuff like that as well. Especially since, like, a lot of them have come out and said how they were treated by a lot of the medical mm-hmm. staff and stuff. I mean, look at, like, less than... God, what was that? Less than maybe six years ago or something, all that stuff started coming out with um, CM Punk and how he was treated. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah, fuck, just get back in the ring and stuff like that. And it seemed, it actually looks actively on, on the outside like they're taking care of them a lot more as well. Like, there's a lot of them actually taking time off for injuries and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, I, there's some people from around here that have um, gone on to work with, like, the WWE. Yeah. In, like, a, tri- well, not like a, tri- like, they've got, like, a UK division and, like, a, an NXT division and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, like, the up and coming. And uh, they seem like, they get a lot of stick and because they've like muscled in on like the UK scene a little bit, but right. they've been injured and sort of they've been. It looks like they've been taken care of, yeah. uh, and I don't think that would have happened like a few years ago. No, so um, it's looking all right. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme music be? Do you reckon? Ooh. Oh God, oh, I don't know. It'd have to be. It'd have to be something fucking metal as fuck yeah um, new player at the start of this try to think man that's hard what, what, wait a minute give, give me a, a chance to think what, what about yourself what would you do um do you know shimmy shimmy ya by old dirty bastard I'd have that oh yeah <laughs> nice it's that got a good, a good start bit. Yeah. it's hard it's like you have a formula because you need like a start bit that doesn't kick in so you've got like the silence, and they can they they recognise the music, and they know what's going to come. Yeah. And then, poof, and then you can come out. Oh, yeah, shimmy shimmy yeah. I have shimmy shimmy yeah. Um. Do you know what? I, I'd probably I'd probably have something off of a the Devil Wears Prada Zombie EP. <laughs> so like metal as fuck like it's got yeah, like go. a chainsaw starting or maybe even like a news report at the start just something that kicks in 
and then it just is like all out carnage. And then I see that. The match that. writes itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I say that, and then I would turn up, and they'd be like, "Oh, fuck!" I was expecting like a beast to come <laughs> yeah, you, out. You know what I mean? You can't set the bar too high. No. There probably is something to be said to putting in something really rubbish as your uh, theme song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th- I think if I was going to come out like as me with with something, it would have to be like fucking Spanish flea or something like that. You know. <laughs> um. But no, I think, like, thinking of um, great entrances, like, one of the ones that always sticks in my head is um, Edge. With that, with that, um... Uh, is it the thing that's like, you think you know me, you think you know me, and then he, like, fucking runs in? Yeah, he goes running in, straight yeah. down, straight in, straight in the ring, and then all the fireworks going off. Like, <laughs> just unbelievable. And then it's like a big kind of, almost like an altar bridge uh, song that plays or something like that. But just unbelievable. It's got like a massive double bass drum kit that's going off at the start and stuff like that as well. Um, yeah, not bad. I think Batista had a pretty good one as well, if I remember rightly. Where he looks. I've like he had. Was... Um, oh, sorry. Cut you no, off no, no. no, no. A bad entrance theme's made from my friend made an entrance theme for some of the wrestlers. Oh yeah. In the yeah, comic. Yeah. And uh, I want to come out to something now with those behind me. <laughs> I just don't know what. Maybe just. I don't know. I don't know how could I do it. I had a book launch. I didn't do it then. I would just like play it as I come into work. You should um, see if you can get on a, a panel at a con, and you have to come into the entrance music. Yes. So when they say like, and we've got Josh X, you just boom straight on. <laughs> yeah. I have. A, to be honest, it's funny you mentioned that. Like though, it's something that I've actually thought of. Like, how could I implement? an entrance theme of some sort and i've thought like oh podcasting live could do that <laughs> you could do that yeah that is you, you've got you've got to have a little bit of like segue music at the start oh yeah totally the other option is to just get like uh some sort of player that op- when you open your front door <laughs> just starting the day just make your way to the kitchen yeah <laughs> oh i'm on about coming back it's like a hero's return <laughs> I think I think my other half would just be like, "Oh fuck off!" It's <laughs> a bridge. Yeah, every time I come in, like, "Yeah, you think you know me?" She's like, "Oh, <laughs> shut up!" I do like, know you. Yeah, I do know you, dickhead. Um, <laughs> um, what's um, what what would you say your favorite sort of company, your favorite sort of promotion is to watch these days? I like the aforementioned New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right, okay. Uh, it's a great online streaming service. Yeah. Uh, and you can watch like years and years and years of matches, and it's great. And the, the rest, the quality of the wrestling is really high. There's some good characters. I would recommend it to anyone, even people who don't like wrestling to an extent. Uh, then, in real life, out, you know, outside of my computer, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a promotion in Cardiff called Attack Pro Wrestling. All right. Yeah. And. Um, there's a guy who wrestles for the WWE now called okay. um, Pete Dunn, and he set this promotion up when he was like 16. Him oh, and his wow. friends couldn't get booked because they were like too young and there was no real like wrestling scene. Um, and now he's gone on to great things. <laughs> yeah. um, they like refurbished a bingo hall in Cardiff so that they could they had a place to put them the ring and stuff. Oh, nice! Uh, so like every few months they run a show there and it's ama- it's always amazing. It's like a panto and wrestling and like a punk gig at the same time. It's really oh, amazing. good. Amazing. I used to love going to see 
local um local mm-hmm. wrestling matches as well. Although a lot of the local wrestling matches they put on here, there was like you know the ones where they tried yeah. to imitate the That's folk. the only wrestling I ever saw. Before this attack thing, the only live wrestling I ever saw was like some guy from like Merthyr Tidville pretending to be the rock. <laughs> oh, it was always somebody coming in as the Undertaker. Always. The Welsh Undertaker. Yeah. They would always come in and they would always come in like the the really old school Undertaker outfit. They ended up being like the current one, um, with, <laughs> yeah. a big, with a big brimmed hat and everything. But it was at the time the old school one, and the hair all in front of the face, pale, you know. And then when he wrestled, he was in like the fucking purple and black and shit like that. <laughs> That's quite would... good though, because they could like do weird like crossover events that could never happen. That it would just true. be shit. I mean, the, the concept <laughs> would be good. It would just be. They just look like shit. Shit Sting versus Shit Undertaker. They, <laughs> they probably were people who were good. Like you cut. I don't know. <laughs> my my friend who I mentioned previously, Johan, who got me back into wrestling. He uh, makes comics, and he made once a comic, an autobiographical comic about the time that he became a pro wrestler for like six weeks in a summer <laughs> holiday. He was sort of like they just let him wrestle at Butlins, or like I can't. Remember, he won't ever sell it. Like he goes to cons, and I try and get him to put it on his table. He'll never sell it because he's like he's not proud of the work. But uh, is it? It's just like how the, I need to know more. Like I don't <laughs> have to tell me about it, but I still want to know more. Oh, how would you go about doing such a thing? That's like, amazing. Going to leisure centres and pretending to be the Rock. <laughs> how? It must just like there must just be something in you that like during like the first performance if it, if it goes well through through the first one yeah it's like yeah right okay i can do it if it doesn't go well in the first one and you still have to do it after that you're like oh fuck this is like, like the worst this is probably not true but like what, what i was saying before about um wrestling fans becoming wrestlers like i feel like now they would become you, you'd start to get involved in wrestling training because you really like wrestling and you yeah. wanted to like get i feel like the people who were like fake rock it was just a plumo figured out he could make some money being like looked a bit like the rock and it's, like, it's not that hard a rock bottom's pretty easy to do yeah yeah definitely and people's elbow come on you couldn't get an easier fucking move you just, just <laughs> leg go... drop yeah. just sitting down fast <laughs> and from a height from a height as well I'm saying this I would love to have one wrestling match in my life it's yeah. like dream i get absolutely i die <laughs> you but, but that's the thing though would you or would, i'm like... so brittle i think i would be seriously injured by the most basic maneuver but <laughs> i would it'd be you don't have to do one i trip for a year <laughs> do one get wrecked and then just draw comics the rest of the year done <laughs> finished i just have to protect the arm the right arm <laughs> that's the thing though would, would you have the courage to actually do even the most basic move because when it actually gets around to like going mm. and doing it, anything that even involves falling, you'd be like, like yeah. you said yourself, you're but you know, you got a bit creaky, everything like that. You creaky. know, go, going to do the thing them. that I always imagine would be you know, bouncing off the ropes. Yes, I just had this image in my head of just running against the ropes and just shattering, like just like <laughs> <laughs> just getting wrapped around it, like like chewing gum, <laughs> just getting bent up in like the mechanics of the ropes. Yeah, it would be terrible, but it's a dream. See, I was, I always thought like if I got against it, the ropes wouldn't actually be near as bouncy as it looks oh, I'm on sure the screen. Not. It's just cause well, they... if you train, we've talked about wrestling so much, but if you train, <laughs> the first like 
session, everyone always says, like, your back just bruises. Like, those ropes are horrible, and they will just bruise your back. Uh... And then you you just, your body resists, and soon you can do it ad infinitum. But at the start, it's like proper an, an assault to the body. So I'd have to get through that period first, and then I'd be up for it. I did always want, and this never came to fruition either, but I thought uh, I could probably, it, it probably takes more skill to throw someone through a table than to be thrown. Like, really, if I'm getting thrown through a table, what control do I have, really? Yeah. So I was like, it would be amazing because I had this launch party and I also had the kids. <laughs> I was like, I'd love to get thrown through a table, like, um, you know, like when you break like a champagne bottle on a ship. Yep. Just have that once. I couldn't ever really get anyone to do it. Because I think <laughs> it's manslaughter that goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Somebody goes to do even just like a uh, a simple like from waist level choke slam, and that. you just suddenly catch the table the wrong way, and it's just like boom, yeah. broken. It's like That's kicking it. the ball out in football. It's like whoever touched me last. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I just got this horrible image in my head of somebody going to go and, you know, get put through a table and not thinking it through and just hitting the table but not actually breaking. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the thing of like they've they've went to put out the sort of the prop table and it's not been the prop table. And they've, well, they're they've... not really prop. Ta- they they they're just like weak tables. Yeah, but like yeah, in yeah. Japan, they don't have them. They just have tables, and Fuck. they have to go like a few. They, well, they they probably you know. And there was a there was a match in Wembley Stadium. This promotion in England, Progress. They had like a Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah, pro- yeah, thing. Progress. Or yeah. Wembley Arena. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, probably the arena. <laughs> and uh, there was a ladder match between two Welsh boys, and um, none of the tables broke, and they were just kept oh. trying to put this guy through a table from a ladder, and he was just bouncing off him. Mark. Jesus. Oh, I know a little bit. And I was like, Fuck, that's horrible. Uh, and then they managed to do it. And then I think someone had bought like a job lot of tables. So every every show <laughs> after that, there was just these this batch of tables that they couldn't get rid of. They just didn't break. Jesus. I, it. I just, I can't imagine going from the top of a ladder on a table and just bouncing off. Ah, actually hurts thinking about it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um... Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go left field, mate. I'm gonna go off of uh, the wrestling topic for a second. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna ask you, um, what kind of um, what kind of posters did you have in your room as you were growing up? Is this up from the archive? Is this from the book? This is the this is the book. This is the right, emergency okay, cool. questions, <laughs> but not emergency questions. So Richard Herring doesn't say generic generic yeah. emergency Gen- questions. Generic questions. <laughs> I had these are the ones I can remember growing up. I remember I had a poster for the Lost World Jurassic Park. Nice. There was like a fold-out from a magazine. I've never seen it. Oh, I've seen it now, but I hadn't seen it when I had it. I just It just looked cool. <laughs> had that. Um, later in, in my sort of early teen years, I had a poster, which I'm, I think is a very common poster, which is like uh, like a pencil drawing of like everyone active in hip-hop at the time oh yeah yeah yeah. all the heads yep and i used to like learn who they were via nice. that that was good um the black and the white first album i ever good. bought was uh a 
a two for one in Virgin Megastore of the Chronic <laughs> and Doggy Style. Nice. Well, uh, that's a good. That's a good first combo. It is. I had an Akira poster. <laughs> he's like walking up to the bike. Okay. Yep. I had a Kill Bill poster. Nice. That's yes. post two thousand four. Oh, I had a Pulp Fiction poster earlier than that. Oh, okay. What an edgy teenager I was. <laughs> I could. I, so many people I knew had the Pulp Fiction poster, and I would never ever get it. Even though I liked <clears throat> Uma Thurman, I would never ever get the Pulp Fiction poster because she was smoking on the poster, and it really bugged me. <laughs> you were you were that against smoking at that time. Well. Yeah, yeah. That's Honestly, good. that's a good perspective to have. My um. It was my auntie and uncle had it like framed up in their house, and I I loved the I loved the movie. I saw it at, like a very young age, and I remember absolutely loving the movie. But I used to look at the poster and be like, oh, disgusting." <laughs> and yet, Kill Bill, I would have Kill that. Bill, definitely. Not smoking. Yeah. Exactly. Did you ever have or know anyone who had like a poster or just posters of just like nude ladies as like a thirteen-year-old? Yeah. yeah. What is going? Why are you? What are you fucking doing? Uh, I don't, I don't know what folk. I would go would into do. someone's room and I'd just be like, "What are you doing?" My uh, my best friend that I mentioned before that I'd grew, grown up with, he had a poster of it was called the Kiss, and it was the two women in their underwear oh, kissing. Yeah, yeah. Now makes it worse when I say his mum bought him that. <laughs> um, it's a it's yeah it's just a mad it's like uh, I guess. It was when you're a child, maybe. Yeah, especially of that kind of era as well. That sort of nineties, early two thousands era. They were just were all time. so macho with their kids. It was ridiculous. I got made fun of for liking Spider Man when I was eleven, <laughs> and that, like now, like grown men are really like into it, yeah. as they can be, and as yeah. I might be sometimes. <laughs> but like eleven year old shamed. Jesus. By like yeah, by macho macho men. Well, once again to bring up that same friend, he uh, and funny you say about um, Spider Man. It was uh, I'd got my room done up for the first time in like years, and uh, I did it all black and red, with black and red stripes down the walls, um, fucking goth as fuck, um, <laughs> and then got a massive Spider Man poster on the wall. Now I was eighteen mm. at that point. Um, and got that put up on. Oh, sorry, just before I was eighteen. Sorry, and got that put up on the wall. And he turned to me and was like, "Oh, geek, what are you doing?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "It's Spider Man. Like everybody loves Spider Man." And this is when like the Tobey Maguire films were still kind of doing well. You know, everybody remembered them yeah. fondly. I think two had only came out at that point. You know, so uh, there hadn't been the third one. It hadn't been tainted yet. And uh, yeah, he was just like. <laughs> You were this ahead of your awful. time in terms of acceptance. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> just weathered the storm. Yeah. I'm going to pull another one from the from the archive, mate. Uh, and quite a controversial one as well. Oh, wow. Are you a cat or a dog person? Cat man. Cat man. <laughs> I've nice. got two cats. Love nice. them both. What kind of cats are they? I don't know. They're both, uh, they've both been adopted. I don't know the actual breeds. One's just... got like longer hair and one's black and he's got like shorter hair. Oh, okay. So just um, domestic long and short haired cats. Yeah. They're indoor boys. They don't go outside. Oh, nice. Are they uh, Are they frightened to go outside or do you just keep them inside? I can't allow them to go outside because I live in a fourth floor flat 
Ah. And on a busy street. Yeah. So yeah. they can't go outside. So I made sure when I adopted these lads that um, the owners assured me they had no interest in the outdoors. So they kind of both been in situations where they weren't really allowed in a house and all they really wanted was sort of shelter. Oh. And I've given them a shelter <clears throat> in exchange and taken away their freedom to see the outside. <laughs> yeah, but, but they don't we... ever express any interest in going out, really. They don't, like, hound at the door or try and jump out the window or anything. So Good. They are, right? That's right. Are you a cat or a, man, a dogman? Well, you've got a dog. I've got... Do you... Yeah, I've got. Don't know that you've got a dog avatar on Skype. Yeah, that's my that's my youngest one of two. Um, yeah, I've got I've got two dogs, and I I would say I'm more a dog person, but I grew up with cats, and I do love cats. Like I adore cats. Um, the ones that I'm <clears throat> the ones that I'm currently looking after, they're all amazing. But, Hit um, me with another archive question. Ooh, I'm liking them. Okay. Um, can you remember the first time you ever visited Ikea? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> really that bad? Um, just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, the first time I went to Ikea, I didn't know where it was. There's one in Cardiff, and I had a set Google Maps to it. Uh I was running low on battery because I had an iPhone and a shit. And I got to Ikea and I was on, you know, the dregs, like 5%. I had to make it through Ikea, figure out how it works, yeah. do it all, get back to the car and try and get home before that 5% ran out. And it, I didn't. I got lost. I couldn't find my way back to my house. Oh, Jesus. All for a f- shelf. <laughs> Do you, I, I hate I hate it. It's one of the things I hate most, and it's like a stupid um, what's it called? It's a go-to, isn't it? Like couples are gonna go to IKEA and they're gonna argue. Yeah. yeah but yeah. fuck me, they don't make it. They don't do themselves any favors. No. Absolute hellscape. Hellscape. Every time I go to IKEA, there is undoubtedly at least three couples at the entrance having an argument. Like one hundred percent is ridiculous yeah but it's just like if you don't want that to happen don't make your shop like that yeah yeah very true i lost the thing before the slip oh right at the end trip wasted just (laughs) point oh god do you have to go do you have to go quite a lot or do you manage to No, i haven't been been twice in like five years oh you're lucky it leaves a it leaves yeah we go we go a lot a lot why'd you go why'd you go ever well I'm not gonna surely you've got all the unless you move in house um no we change quite a bit change things don't don't change house but we change like furniture and stuff quite a lot or we go for like plants and stuff like that as well like my other half really likes it I do like going I like going around like the showroom area I just hate the shop bit I like seeing all like the room setups and shit like that, and seeing like potentially yeah. what an office could look like and all this kind of stuff, and being like, "Oh, it's amazing!" But I used to love that when I was like a kid in like MFI or B and Q or whatever as well. I used to love, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to the actual shopping bit, and I don't like it, but it's there's something hardwired in me as well. I start to get tired when I'm yeah. in the shopping bit. I don't know why, but there's like we'll start off, and all of a sudden I start yawning. 
And it doesn't matter if we're just getting to that bit or what, but I just... It's because you passed the beds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, know I'm, I know I'm going to have to get to, like, the the uh, the duvets and stuff at some point. I'll be like, oh, man. Do you know what the other thing is as well? It's that it's not designed for two people to be going because there's so much shit there that <laughs> unless you've got a really open mind... You're not going to want to look at all the other things the other person's interested in. You're not going to have the same amount of tolerance for like, oh, look at this lamp. Look at this one. Look at this one. I want to just go. I want to do it in like four minutes. Just plow through. Get to (laughs) find, see all the stuff. Just grab it and see. But, you know, you're never going to be with someone with the exact amount of interest you've got. It's just a nightmare. Fucking kill it. Get rid of it. Nice one, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm half, half with you on that, just, <laughs> but just purely because I think I would lose any ideas of any sort of room design otherwise if it wasn't around. I know I can look online and all that kind of shit, but I oh, hate... it is. You find it helpful to like see the stuff laid out. Yeah, yeah. I hate looking at stuff online because I look at it and go, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, I, well, I, you've turned no me idea. slightly because I never have had that luxury of like. Uh, blank canvas what are we going to buy all the stuff we can make it look exactly like this room so let's yeah. go have a look at some options yep i'm always looking for like a bookshelf ah, right, okay. fit in with some other shit and then i have to then <laughs> walk into these kitchens i can't attain i think that <clears throat> the last time we went actually i don't think we actually came away with any furniture we just ended up coming back with like candles and loads mm. of plants and pots and stuff didn't Indeed. i yeah just not lots yeah. of bits uh, oh, frames as well. Came away with a bunch of frames. Um, yeah, oh. I'm in the market. That's that's sort of it's hanging over my head. I need a frame for something specific, and uh, it's hard to find. But I know if I go to IKEA, I'll find it. But I have to go to IKEA in order to get it, so I don't know whether. Well, it took us it took us about three trips to eventually actually get the frame that I was looking for, which is a pain in the fucking dick. But hey ho, um, yeah. and uh, the, actually, the last time we went to IKEA was a nightmare because I. I went, uh, we've got all the frames and everything, got all the candles and that, came all the way back home. So our closest one is in, well, no, there is closer ones, but our our best, our biggest closest one is in Edinburgh. And uh, we came all the way back to Dundee and I left my prints in Ikea in a trolley. No, no. And they were like, uh, there was actually original artwork in it as well. I'd, (laughs) I'd, I'd only brought it because it was so odd shaped. I didn't even think of like just fold up a bit of paper to this size and take it. Mm. No, I actually took the print. Um, at the did you find artwork. it? I did. Luckily, the, there was a guy there that had pulled it from a, a trolley, a really good worker, but that was all in all a six-hour trip because it was three hours there and back and then three hours there and back again. Can't think of anything worse. Oh, fucking unreal. Um, and I was... I've, n- no word of a lie, I must have been breaking the law coming back when I was driving because I was just so pig sick of driving. <laughs> yeah, just stop. Yeah. Um, fudge or toffee? Fudge. I've got fillings. I can't eat toffee. Fucks me up. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I kind of. I, I don't have fillings, but I, I understand. You can attack. Yeah. You can yeah. see how it could happen. Yeah, totally. Especially like cinder toffee. Oh. Mm. I do love Fudge, though, but... great, 
great experiences with fudge in the past. Yeah. Favourite flavour of fudge? Uh, I like a mint. If there's like mint and chocolate fudge. Ooh. Ooh. Good. Nice. I'm still yet to find a good, uh, a good vegan. Uh, Are you fudge. vegan? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been vegan for? Uh, about a year and a quarter mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I my girlfriend's vegetarian, so I like Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. I'm also vegetarian. Right. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> No, I, I don't. I, I, I would eat veggie stuff in the house, uh-huh. but then like I would always say, outside is too difficult to source decent vegetarian food. Right. Okay. But I've learned that that's not true, and that actually I, I managed all right. So now I am like almost fully be a vegetarian. Right. Well, I will sometimes eat fish. Um. So a bit, a bit more kind of pescatarian. Full. Yeah. Let's just say pescatarian fully. Yeah. I'm yeah. not even. Fed, yeah. <laughs> um, but vegan seems like um, you'd have to do a lot of ingredient checking. Yeah, you you do. Um, you really, really do. But I don't know. Obviously, the more and more you get into it, the less you have to check, really, because you know. You know you. Yeah, you know what you're getting, and also there's some great advances in vegan meats. Yes, exactly. Satan yep. is uh, is amazing. The only problem I've got with Satan is that ever since becoming vegan, my wheat intolerance has got worse. Ah, no. It's so, just pure, like, gluten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's got a lot worse. I can have it, but just in sort of small amounts. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sitting here just now with a, a vegan burger in front of me. And it's like a, really? fake, yeah, it's no. like a fake meat thing. Have you been eating this entire time? Uh, I've, I've had my chips so far. Uh, yeah. Such a pro. I didn't even hear one. Ah, good, good. Don't smack. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a nice mute button, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it has come on leaps and bounds. But I'm, I'm still yet to find like different flavored fudges. I've got a fudge, and I do enjoy one of the fudges that they've got, and I can get it from ASDA, and it's like two quid a bag, and it's really nice. I do enjoy it. I actually probably enjoy it more than I actually enjoyed normal fudge. But I'm yet to find it in different flavours or anything. And I did used to love like a good sort of mint or a, a strawberry or something like that, you know. You have to you have to do it. You have to be the one to do it. <clears throat> I know. I know. I have to look up There's the flavours and the see market. what I can do. Yeah. Do you know what? there probably is ones that you can get, but I'm just um, You can't... you're limited by what's in Asda's. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm I'm one of those I just can't be bothered going online. And looking for stuff. I'm like, fuck it. If it's there, I'll get it. I can't be bothered searching it out. You know what I mean? That's Um, why you went to Ikea to get one frame. Yeah, exactly. I I go all the way to the shop. I'm keeping the the high street alive. That's what it is. Yeah, you're doing well. (laughs) Um, Let me see. What have we covered? So We've covered wrestling. Mm -hmm. We've covered posters. Yep. We've covered music by way of wrestling themes. Yeah, yeah. Because we've uh, covered find, yeah because of Alter Bridge. You're, you're very sort of um, hip hop oriented as well, by the sounds of things. I do like hip hop. Yeah. Uh, we've covered fudge and IKEA. We've done and cats. Yeah, we haven't done bad so far. Yeah, see, we're actually. Do you know what? We're actually coming up to the hour mark as well. Oh wow! Which I never even noticed. So, um, how long are these? Uh, just roughly an hour-ish, but we can oh, okay. we can keep going, dude, because uh, I've I've got a whole host of questions. Uh, we can keep going for another few minutes or so. 
If Give you me another know. one. Give me another one. Okay. Do you any hip hop questions? Oh, oh, actually, do I have any hip hop questions? That would be amazing uh, if you did after I said it. So I don't, I don't think I have specific hip hop questions, but off the top of my head, what would you say the best era for hip hop was? Um, I don't know enough really. I used to love the nineties uh, when I was, you know. Uh, I guess it would be like mid two thousands. I really like like um, Wu Tang and uh, all the LA hip hop, like right. um, the Doggy Style and the Chronic. Aforementioned the Chronic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the nineties. I like. Uh, I don't know if I listen to anyone modern now, really. Uh, Danny Brown. I like Danny Brown. Okay. Of today, but um, the nineties. Nice, nice. Um, do quick you, question um, and a quick answer. Yeah, it was a quick question and a quick answer. Um, do you ever listen to instrumental hip hop? Uh, not really. I listen to a bit of uh, MF Doom. Has got like uh, albums that are just like his instrument instrumental tracks right. and I will put that on if I uh, need to write or do something that I can't have lyrics yeah. uh, background on when I'm doing it um, but he uses a lot of samples which it doesn't have like vocal samples right okay so for that sort of stuff I'll just find weird uh... YouTube seems to have like an algorithm that just keeps giving me Japanese jazz music all the time and I never <laughs> sort it out so I don't know where it's coming from but I just put that on now there's um yeah, there's a whole genre called like Jazztronica as well. Um that is like it's it's just on the cusp between lo fi hip hop and jazz, effectively. Um I don't know why they call it Jazztronica, because it just sounds like lo fi hip hop. It's literally just jazz music but with a hip hop beat. That's all Amazing. it is. You know what I mean? It's great, but it just seems so surreal to be like, right, that's just in between, so we'll give, we'll give that its own genre as opposed to just <laughs> as opposed to just lumping it in with lo-fi. You know, lo-fi is like jazz and classical or sort of instrumental piano or whatever with hip hop beats. You know what I mean? So I want to, yeah, a genre for every like slight change in okay. approach. There always is though, like with everything. I, mean, I wish comics had more genres. Yeah, it doesn't really, does it? Um. They all they have like, I guess actually yeah like like right. movie genres like uh, it'll be like superhero and then it'll be like autobio, you know. Yeah. But I want like, uh, sort of style genres. Do you know what I mean? Ooh. I don't know what they would be. I'm not I'm not proposing any big ideas here, but it would be cool. No, I get what you mean though. I mean a lot of that stuff. I well, there used to be a thing that people would talk about called fusion comics and like the mid 2000s or whatever or a bit later where they would be like these are like clearly comics made by like cartoonists that fused lots of different uh genres into one thing yeah, you know yeah, and they yeah. ended up being art comics yeah uh but usually the genres are just dictated by like plot content aren't they uh, yeah you should come up with a system i think um I think a lot of sort of indie comics and that like stuff that's coming out like fantagraphics and stuff like that they they do actually just get or drawn in quarterly or anything like that. They get lumped into just the indie comics as opposed yeah. to being defined as like different genres. Because there is stuff in that. Or they'll get lumped into like the autobio or something like that, even though some of them aren't. Some of them, yeah, are, yeah, are, yeah. they have like an autobio element, but they've got different stuff going on, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. There isn't a kind of, there isn't that kind of sort of musical... Um, 
slant that they would take. They, they just kind of lump things into one thing, and that's it. Uh, the project like of 2020. We... Let's come up with some genres. Oh, fucking hell. I'm sure we could come up with some amalgamation <laughs> of some genres, I tell you. And then uh, force everyone to use them. Yeah, completely. Uh, right, dude. I have a bunch of questions that wraps up the... Uh, Wraps up our chat, if uh, you wouldn't mind answering them. Are they quick fire, or are they normal fire? Just whatever you fancy, dude. If, oh, you, if, okay. if, if you want to quick fire through them, fine, but if you just want to chat about it, then by all means. <laughs> it's, easy, it's, all, it's all easy-ozy. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I I'm not a man for structure at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> um... Do you think that different coloured Smarties have different flavours? Uh, this is a conversational piece. Yeah. I can't smell, so to me, they don't. They all taste sweet. Oh, wow. Do you taste... So that wasn't even a joke? No, I can't smell at all. No oh, wow. sense of smell. I thought I thought you were honestly, genuinely... Because oh, yeah, because you, you said... <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I can't. Wow. How, how, so yeah. how did that come about? Just born, uh, just born it. like it, right? Maybelline Jeez. style. I met one other <laughs> cartoonist who uh, can't smell, right? Uh, Robert Wells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Club, um, and the the only thing of the club is we can't smell, so presumably um, we fucking stink when we're in a room <laughs> together. <laughs> fucking hell! Jeez, I don't know how his came about. Well, smell deteriorates through age sometimes anyway, but fucking hell, that's... that's, Well, I think what it is, because, um, you know, if you lost your sense of smell through some sort of accident, your taste would be severely inhibited because um, you relied on that for sort of food sense for your life. But because I never could smell... I'm attuned more to my taste buds, all like right. Daredevil, but food. So it's actually, uh, but it's all just variants of like sweet and salty and stuff. All right. So all those Smarties, they taste the same. Jeez. Do you reckon they taste different? Uh, I'm in the opinion that they do. Yeah. Uh, not that I have them much these days. Like, like in but... what way? Like, what is a blue one supposed to? They like emulate fruits, or are they just random? No, I. T- it... <sighs> I think it is. It's funny how you just said it's, it's different variations of um, sweet, sweet and salty. Um, I think that. I think it's that. I think it's more. It's just different variations of sweetness. Um, although I think the orange ones taste like orange. Um, Psychological, real. Who knows? I don't know because they used to do like whole bags of orange ones and tote the fact that they tasted of orange. No, right. But I don't know uh, if yeah. they were. But I don't know if they were just taking the piss. You know what I mean? A lot of these companies, will, <laughs> a lot of these companies will do shit like that, and then they'll turn around and sort of say to them like, "Ah, but did it though? Did it taste like orange? Yeah." There's eh? a certain colour that will make you nuts, isn't there? If you're like really, if you're really um, sensitive to like additives and you become hyperactive, there's a colour of Smarty that is like crack. It's the blue one. Is it the blue one? Yeah, it's the okay. blue one because they actually got rid of it from packets for a long time. Um, it didn't meet the E number requirements for the uh, the UK like health and food board or whatever, um, so they took the blue ones out of the packets for a very very long time. Nobody remembers this, 
Um, but they actually got pulled out of the packets for a very long time, especially when they had the just cardboard tubes um, without yeah. the sort of plastic lid. And then, did you learn all these smarties facts because you put the question in, or did you? No, no, I, I, I knew all this anyway. Yeah, I knew all this. Um, I used to <laughs> used to run the tuck shop in primary school. I remember all this. Smarties podcast next. <laughs> they, uh, I probably could. Um, but the uh, yeah, they pulled the blue ones out, and then they made a big hoo ha about how they'd got it back in. And then there was just like a massive thing in the papers for a long time about like, this isn't the actual blue Smarty, this uh, tastes nothing like our Smarty, you know, the usual fucking bullshit. They've got nothing else to sort of complain about, so let's complain about the blue Smarty not being the blue Smarty. Uh, slow news. Oh. It probably wasn't a slow news, it was probably like, no, that was rats happening. <laughs> Man, that was, but you know, like, that... no, if I can get the blue Smarty. Yeah, that was, you know, that was breaking British news, you know, just uh, divert, divert away from the fact that most of the politicians were <laughs> committing the most heinous crimes. They're like, no, Blue Smarties, man. Blue Smarties. <laughs> um, still or sparkling? Uh, still sparkling water tastes horrific to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend loves it. Oh, really? I am disgusted by it. <laughs> well, that's kind of, that's like uh, me and David on the, uh, David on the podcast, he's forever telling me to just tough through it and I'll end up liking sparkling water one day. What's but... the point then? Yeah, exactly. The... Forcing yourself to like something you know you don't like. Yep. It's like people. So you gr- can pay for water like a rube. <laughs> it's like people growing up, um, like hating beer, and then drinking, like forcibly drinking beer till they enjoy it, which is just ridiculous to me. You ever seen that Peep Show episode where they go buy a fancy bottle of wine and oh, they're no. like, "Oh, it's a, it's a great, you know, it tastes amazing for wine. It doesn't taste good like a real drink, like Coke or Pepsi, but like for wine, it's really." And it's just like, yeah, the best wine is still gonna <laughs> taste. Not as nice as like a, a cola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sh- the the sugar diminishes that completely. <laughs> <laughs> you can't um, beat sugar. Yeah, what are gonna do? Exactly. Stop trying. Exactly. Um, white or brown bread? Brown bread. Ah, oh, nice. You, you that was that was so off the bat. I as know. in, like white I bread can get the fuck. <laughs> white bread can get fucked. Brown bread. <laughs> Um, Batman or Superman? Bat Batman, I think. Now, is that going off of comics or film? Um, or TV? Sort of just going off, um, sort of general general life lived right, under okay. Batman. I, I never cared for Superman when I was a, a boy. I, yeah. always, I had a lot of different Batman figures. I only had, I don't think I had one Superman. No, I think I had like an Adventures of Superman, the the cartoon. Yeah. Square jaw guy, but. Well, uh, comic wise, I feel like there's a lot of Batman comics I like. I can't think of it. Well, that all star Superman thing is good. Uh, but um, I'm not a big Superman person. Mm. Batman. Do you like Superman more? I'm torn. I'm totally torn. This is why I put this to everybody, but I'm I'm so in the middle. It's ridiculous. Like I do. I absolutely adore Batman. I probably have more Batman comics, but. Superman was my first. Um, like I, I, I adore Superman. I love the iconography of it. I love the fact that he has every power under the sun. I don't care. I love that he flies. Um, I love that most of the time he's devoted to Lois Lane, depending on who's writing him. 
Mm. Um, you know, there's just certain aspects about him I really like, but I do like the fact that Batman has his sort of darker edge about it, depending on what you read. But I also love the lighter stuff as well, the '66 and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's an odd, it's odd. I'm so in the middle of the two of them. I mean, I like Superman's sort of anti-fascist or like anti-industrialist origins. Yeah, and Batman, his extreme wealth disturbs me. <laughs> Um, but I just think I've read more Batman books that I liked. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, now the last question, dude. Here we go. Jaffa cake, cake or biscuit? Well, anyone have you asked this to other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So has anyone else? This this isn't even up for debate. It's been <laughs> legally judged, but it's a cake. It has been legally judged. Doesn't stop anybody from saying otherwise. Well, okay, well. <laughs> there's, first of all, there's the legal ruling. Cake. <laughs> Second of all, there's the name. Cake. Third of all, there's all logic dictates cake. Okay. It's made of sponge. The only... Again, I... The only thing that makes it more like a biscuit than a cake is the amount that you can eat in a row and the size. Yeah. <clears throat> but this... that's to me, that's just a small cake. But it's a size, it comes in a packet stacked like a digestive, mm. it then comes in a box and then put in the biscuit section, never in with like the French fanties or anything like that. Right, um... well, I that's the that onus is on supermarkets. Yeah. <laughs> I think the stacking, yeah, you've got to... It's very... Of the cakes, it's the closest to a biscuit. Um, but that's like saying a film that has got, like, video game-inspired elements is, is close to a... You know, it's not. it doesn't make it a video game, does it? Yeah, it's true. It's, de- it's a cake. <clears throat> it's the cake that's closest to a biscuit. It's still a cake. I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion now that depending on how many people reply in a certain way to this. If it, if if cake ends up outweighing biscuit after all, like, about, say... Tw- so you 20... think it's a biscuit? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, totally right, impartial. Okay. Totally impartial. Advocate. Yeah, totally yeah. impartial. But I am I'm of the opinion that after maybe I do, say, 25 of these, depending mm. on what one comes out on top, if it ends up being cake... I will go into my local supermarket and pick up every Jaffa cake box <laughs> and walk it all the way down to the cake aisle and dump it and say, that's a cake! It stays there! Right. <laughs> I mean, what you should do is take the little tag thing. Just just do, just do redress the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> don't even make a show of it. Just put Justice Right and see if they fix it. No, I, I would have to make a show of it. I'd have to get the video. It's I'd a protest. Put, put it out. A... Yeah, put it out and be yeah. like, look, all supermarkets... Take take heed. The people have spoken. Has anyone said biscuit? Yeah. Fucking who are they? Uh, I think there's two people have said biscuit so far. Okay. Um, Try to think of who it was. I think did Tom? I think Tom Spark, the one that I just did. I think he said biscuit. I sent him a comic. Asked think... for it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. I think it, I think he said biscuit. Um, and... No, I, I I can see how also. It's very frivolous. Who cares? <laughs> but the 
court have ruled one way, and I agree yeah, with the court. Yeah, it which is ridiculous in itself when you think about <laughs> it. <laughs> they spent court money and time on debating whether it was a fucking cake or a biscuit. I think now it's I heard, and I don't know if it's true, that they made a massive Jaffa cake to show the court that it was clearly a cake, and that's just like start making those. Well, they did end up making those, didn't they? Oh, did they? It's yeah, big Jaffa. I'm sure now that's that put, that puts into a whole new thing as well. They've actually got them on the shelves now. Giant Jaffa cake in the like shape big, of a cake. They have to be like sponge cake size, that they can't just be like a bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, I think the test is if it's if it goes soft when it goes stale, yeah, it becomes it's a biscuit, and if it goes hard when it goes stale, it's a cake. Yeah, yeah. That's I've I've had that answer before. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. That's I'm the still... final. That's that's the that's set. <laughs> that's the last word on this. <laughs> well, I'm still staying impartial. Um, okay. Well, that's it, dude. Um, have you got any questions for me? Have I got any questions for you? I should have thought of some before. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a bit. Uh, Late in the day to get involved in this, but you don't. You drop video games early on in your life, in your working career. Since is it since since getting involved in comics and working full time? I imagine mm-hmm. video games were the first to fall. Yeah, media. Yeah. Um. What What was the last game you played? Paul. Um. As in, like, the last sort of newest release that I got? Or... The last thing. What was the last thing before you dropped off? Or have you been slightly keeping up? Because I, I have played games since, but I've maybe only played played them for, like, a weekend, and then that's it. Yeah. So for a weekend, <clears throat> say my weekend plays were the Tomb Raider relaunch. Right. Uh, Fear 3... Yeah. Actually, all the all the fear games because I played through them again. I, I I really enjoyed that series when it first came out. Um and Skyrim. Okay. Um, that's probably Skyrim the last one. Skyrim is a t- very time intensive game. Yes, it is, and I'd, I'd I find get much done on a weekend. No, unless you I, really smash it. I'd I'd find myself just walking into a cave and then uh, sort of halfway through the cave, <laughs> falling asleep and then waking up where it paused. And being like, fuck, I don't even know where I am or what I'm doing. Like, you know, shit like that. Death Stranding comes out uh, November 8th. Very excited about that. Cultural okay. cultural moment of the decade. Okay. What's that? Stupid video game. Uh, there's a game called Metal Gear Solid. And the guy oh, who yeah. directed those games, he's branched out on his own. Oh, the one with um, what's his face in it? Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's been so overhyped that it can't be anything but slightly disappointing. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking nuts. I can't wait. Is this the Literally. one with Guillermo? Guillermo's in it as right. a as a character, but weirdly, Guillermo and the film director Nicholas Winding Refn <laughs> of uh, Drive fame. Yeah. Uh, they they've been three D scanned for it, but they haven't taken part in as much as voice acting and like acting as the characters. So as other voices and other actors sort of 
driving their bodies around, which is going to be so fucking weird. I can't wait. That's really strange. <laughs> it's going to freakish. Nice. I am. Um, there we go. Yeah, I just. Uh, you're right though. It was it was the first thing to fall, and yeah, I just haven't kept up with it at all. It's a shame because I've got I've got Gears of War tattoos on my wrist. And, uh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, totally. Get back on it. Yeah. Oh, I might do. Never know. I did play Gears of War three. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> Five by now, so you've got two to catch up with. Oh fuck that! <laughs> I don't play. I don't play very very many video games. I'll play that Death Stranded thing, and then I'm out. I've got to make comics next year. Yeah. Just make comics. I'll get this out of my system and then uh, a year of making comics. Nice. Nice. That's good though. It's good it's good to, to know that you're uh, you're planning further ahead for that. That's uh that's always yeah, a, a good thing to things. hear. I've got to do some I've got some uh, obligations to fulfil and then I will be making new comics. I've got some things I've got to do with the GWA thing. Nice. And and uh, once that's done I'll be making some new comics. Brilliant. And hopefully, me and my friend are working on this. I want to make a GWA game. Ooh! But I don't know if it'll happen. It's all based. It's, it's not being outsourced. It's me and a friend, so it's based on our abilities and sort of. Um, but I want to make official announcement: a dating simulator where you get to go out. You can choose which of your <gasps> these wrestlers you caught. Oh, amazing! Oh, that'd be good. Uh, it'll be out in three years. Oh, that would be good. Out in three years. <laughs> nice. It's going to take fucking ages. <laughs> It'll be like ten years from now being like, mind that game that I said I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, you can walk into one room. <laughs> you have a date and that's it. <laughs> um, it's the perfect chance. Yeah. Well, you've got... Um, when does the... When does the uh, Glorious Wrestling Alliance actually... When does it launch officially? Officially launches Glorious Wrestling Alliance Premium Special. Officially <laughs> launches uh, the fourth of November, uh, the week before Thought Bubble. Okay, I'll have it with me at Thought Bubble if anyone wants to come by. Yeah, um, oh, man, it's going to be in shops a bit earlier than that probably because I've sent it off already and I haven't told them to hold on to it. So certain places will have it just popping up every now and again. Yeah, uh, but. The official con debut will be Thought Bubble. I think Andy Oliver from Broken Frontier, uh, he had a few copies at the Lakes Festival. Right, okay. Proper launch, Thought Bubble. Come buy some comics off me. Nice. Good. Will you be at Thought Bubble? Or is I it will too indeed. Much of a track? You will, will, will you? Okay, yeah. cool. Pop it's, by. It's, uh, it's the one that we've actually planned for and budgeted for and everything. So. <laughs> I'm oh. in the Amazon-sponsored beg. Ask for Mercy Hall. Nice. Um, nice. Well, I will. I will certainly come by and see you, dude. Because it'd be cool, uh, man. Yeah, it'd be good to actually meet you in person. Definitely. Um, for the purposes of the podcast, uh, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at uh, at a Josh Hicks. I'm also on Instagram under the same name, and my website is joshhicks.co.uk. But um, I never update it, so don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Just go on Twitter. <laughs> nice one, buddy. Marty! You've got to come back with me! Where? The 
to the future. Are you actually there for the whole weekend, then? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going down Friday. I need to figure out what I'm doing travel-wise. I'm going down Friday, and then I'll be there Saturday, Sunday, and then quick drive back Sunday night. Done. Done. <laughs> Nice. Are you there all weekend, or are you just going to pop down for a day? No, there all weekend, yeah. Same thing. Um, exactly the same thing, going down the Friday night. Um, going down with David and Mike from the podcast. Uh, David's, oh, nice. David's tabling, so um, I think I'm giving him a hand at some point. So I'll probably be sitting at his table at some point whilst he catches a, <coughs> excuse me, catches a, a talk or something like that. Yeah, let him stretch his legs. Yeah, completely. Oh, My girlfriend is coming with me, so she's going to be doing that while I walk around. Oh, nice. I've never gone to any talks there, so I've just never had like time. Yeah. Yeah, you actually want to try and get around everybody and everything as well. Yeah. Are you um? Are you all prepped? Have you got everything? Yeah, I got tablecloth. I got some books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I can really uh, do now. Like, cause I've, I have, I'm never very professional with the amount of like, I haven't got business cards. I haven't got like, a, like stickers for the book, you know, like price stickers and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So like, but now I've got it to a point where I've got the tablecloth, I've got like a stand, I've got like a, a sales price board thing. Right. Like okay. The books and, and some prints. Okay, sorry. I think, yeah, it'd be fine. Some people take like these really elaborate like frame structures. Oh, the big black things that they put up up the side and the yeah. cages, the cages, the cages and everything like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen uh, that. Do you know Lando, Decadence Comics? Mm, I know Decadence Comics. He, yeah, the guy who runs that, right. he moved himself last year because he was sat by someone with these cages and it, it looked like he was like stuck inside in like the alcove of a wall <laughs> he looked like a fortune teller so he just he just took it upon himself to allocate himself a new table <laughs> and luckily no one told him off so he was fine <laughs> oh brilliant yeah it's to have what did he just do a switch on the uh it was just a table no one had arrived at oh. it was like the con had started for an hour so he was like fuck it i'm having it good Oh, I see them set up all the time at cons, and I'm just like, why bother? Like, it's just ridiculous. I, know, I, wonder, I see a lot of posts on Twitter, like, unsolicited, really, like, chirpy, like, Tumblr artist, unsolicited yeah. advice stuff, <laughs> which I'm sure is fine. It's all good. But then it's like, how to, like, guide the eye line on your table. It's like, fuck, I, if I had... I haven't got the energy. I bet it works. <laughs> I just can't be bothered. Just... No. Well, I think that's the same with Dave as well. He was just like, oh, as long as my stuff's there, I'm really not yeah, bothered. Check it out. If, it, if someone's not going to buy it because their eye went, yeah. fuck, I want them to buy it. <laughs> he um, he hasn't tabled in a couple of years. and he, he um, Well, at Thought Bubble anyway. He's tabled to other places, but he hasn't tabled at Thought Bubble. And he said the last time he was there, he just went around with these comics being like, want to do swapsies to like everybody. <laughs> he was like, yes, I get currency out of my comics. This is great. Very good, yeah. <laughs> Same as money then. Yeah. I'm going to buy it anyway. Yeah, I'm exactly. always, I don't want to do that because I always think um, they don't want my comics. So I mean, it's just like, yeah. how do you say no to someone who just comes to you and said, do you want to swap? They just be like, Rrr. yeah, just say, no, nah, I don't do swaps. I mean, you want to buy it. No swapsies. Yeah. (laughs) Like the playground. No. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm no, not taking no backs. I'm not taking any of your doubles, mate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you got the site up and running, okay then? Yeah. <laughs> I changed my website and I I've made some t-shirts. I forgot to mention last time. Oh god, yeah, yeah. So you did. Yeah. Got some t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. They've nice. been flying off the racks. No, <laughs> they've been they've been dribbling off the racks. Oh really? I thought uh, they would have been well, going. T-shirts are hard. It's hard to sell anything that isn't a comic. I've realised. Right. I thought okay. it'd be the other way round. Yeah, same. It's easier to sell comics than any and and tat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these these t-shirts are quite good though. They are. Comparatively. Yeah. Um. It's just always hard. I don't know why. Yeah, because a lot of people went after the uh, Kickstarter and everything as well. I mean, you did really, really well with the Kickstarter. And, yeah, uh, I know. I was uh, shocked. I mean, these t- these haven't done terribly. They're just, um, just I do need to tell. I just need to remind them that people that they exist. So because <laughs> it's a limited thing. Yeah. And I know I'll get fucking people asking me like, "Oh, have you got any of them t-shirts?" Uh, no. It, yeah, it's I told definitely... you every day for two weeks. I can buy them. <laughs> it's definitely going to happen. Or either that, or you get somebody that doesn't know any of it at all, and they'll say to you, "Or oh, do you not do t-shirts?" Not. Like, yeah. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll say. <laughs> where um, where did you? Where was it you set up through again? I've I've been on the site. I've looked at the t-shirts. I just Everpress. can't remember. Everpress. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. They got in touch and said, "Do you want to do a t-shirt with us?" And I said, "Yeah, go on then." <laughs> is that like uh, a? Is that almost like a red bubble type thing, or is it different? It's like a it? hipster red bubble. Right. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's like a. It's like a cool red bubble. Uh, or hipster red bubble. <laughs> and um, you can just design your own, chuck them up there, but uh, they asked me to do it, so I just sent them some files and they did it for me. Oh, nice. Um, so they're on there. They will stop being on there around about the 15th of November. So um, that's the timer you've got. <laughs> you've got 11 days to get those T-shirts. <laughs> I am. Um... And they, there's four different options oh yeah there's a pink and a white and there's a sleeved and a, and a short sleeved yes and then there's a, if you do the maths it's all the combinations of those things <laughs> those are the options you have did they um did they say to you that that's what they wanted to do or did you pick what you wanted to do mm, i said i just wanted to make a pink long sleeve and then they said oh you can do some options as well all right okay and that's good because not everyone wants the long sleeve. Oh, the long sleeves are more popular than the short by a, by a degree of about eight. <laughs> that's the math I'm doing. That. So those people want those sleeves. The um, I think it's because you've got the uh, design going down the side as well. And you get extra design, don't you? Yeah, so and you've exactly. also you've also got the added thing that you've you've put them up at the right time. Yeah, it's cold. People are thinking about their elbows. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, when I saw them, that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was literally looking at them being like, fuck, I would do good for the winter. I'm liking the, I'm liking the look of that. Because I can wear them whilst I'm out on the out on the job as well. So oh, shit, there we go, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guild and soft. Yeah, exactly. nice, com- Nice and comfy. So the uh, all the Kickstarters have all went out now? All the Kickstarters are out. Uh, there's a couple of people whose addresses, um, they haven't given me them. So oh. <laughs> uh, they haven't got theirs yet, but uh, I'm trying to get the addresses off them 
I don't. I'll give them refunds eventually. But uh, I printed that book on the promise they were giving me money, and they did. So I feel uh, loath to refund that money. <laughs> yeah, but I will exactly. do it if I can't get them. I'll do it. But I, I'm, I'm trying to hunt them down to the corners of the earth. It's quite. It's quite odd that you would pay for something and then not. Yeah, I don't know if it's that clear. I don't know if it's like because I know I've been excited about things and kickstarted them and then i've had like reward surveys sent to me right. and uh, just ignored them and then realized because <laughs> i just like oh it's just like a, it's just like an update it's some spam and then realized no that's like key to receiving the goods I see. Um, so that might be what's happened see i'm uh, i think i think i must just be like an email holder because as soon as i well or or, or or it's like i almost get like a an endorphin hit when they come through or something like that <laughs> because I see the Kickstarter thing and go, ooh, what is it? Oh. And so then I know if I've got a survey through or something. But I usually, I tend to answer them like straight away because I know I'll forget otherwise. Yeah, everyone, when I sent mine out, most people answered them like immediately, which I didn't think would happen. It was oh, good. That's all right. So what kind of what kind of feedback have you had off of the, off the book since it went out? A lot of great pictures of people um taking photos of the front of the books usually they're holding them <laughs> above like a bed <laughs> on like, the floor uh lots of those i like seeing that i like it when people send me pictures of the books in a bookshelf mm. i like seeing it ingratiated into yeah. the because uh, you don't get that with a mini comic they no. just go in a box these go on a shelf so uh i like to see that I get in people saying they like certain things. Someone told me they like this joke in it that um, no one else had ever either seen or um, at least no one had ever mentioned it to me. Oh, okay. Uh, so people are reading the books. I confirm that they are being read. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it seems positive. I haven't let anyone tell me it's absolute garbage. Yeah. Good. But then why would why would someone say No, that I, I don't see why somebody would message up. Just to let you know. The book is looking good, though. It is really looking good. I'm, Thanks, I'm, man. I'm rereading, so I'm. Oh wow! So I'm still in the first two territory, so I've not reached the new one yet. Um, I mean, ah, there we go. Yeah, it would be good to know what you think. A lot of the new one is untested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First uh, I wanted to, I wanted to do like a proper reread. Um, oh, nice. I didn't want. I, you know, I could, I could fire straight in and sort of fill in the blanks and stuff. But I might. Well, there's so many on... threads being woven yeah. uh, throughout it, and, and so delicately that it warrants a. No, you could read. You could probably read the last bit. <laughs> no, it's just like little nuanced stuff. Cause like when I when I read them the first time, there was like little bits in between that I kind of noticed that tied in from previous issues and stuff like that. So. Just little wee jokes and stuff like that. Do so. try and remember what I've written previously. I, I, uh, there's some secret. If you've got um, the older versions, the uh -huh. mini comics, there are some changes in this. There's some George Lucas business where I've um, I've altered some things in the oh. earlier ones. All right. So you could look at, depending on when you bought the mini comic as well, okay. things would be much different because I sort of refined it over the years. I would redraw this one character because they just looked shit. <laughs> I'd just draw the panels again. What? And I did it like twice. So there's some secrets. Okay. Okay. Fair I much. mean, it's frowned upon, but then it's just like, I'm not going to pay to have this book printed with all this, all this shit in it. <laughs> I pay for it. I want to make sure it's good. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's say uh, it's the 
digital versions that I've got from ah. here, so, yeah um, but I think I I want to say I got them off of did you have them on like Gumroad or something I had them like on Gumroad so they would have been yeah frozen yeah. at this point so I don't know what version they would have been as well yeah interesting because the first one the first one that uh, that I got off of Gumroad was really pixelated um, oh no but I think I think that was my fault I think I no if I've I've um, had this problem myself if you click read uh-huh. on Gumroad it's shit if you click download it works right like, okay you need the, the Gumroad reader uh, like the browser reader is so yeah, yeah. shit that um, it just looks like a crime watch thing <laughs> Yeah, it was like. Don't get me wrong. I managed to get through it. Uh, oh no, I can't believe it. Yeah, I managed to get through it. If you get the, if you download anything off Gumroad and you put it on an iPad, crisp, clear right, as day. I okay. oh, see. I've not even got an iPad. That's the thing. It's it's the it's the Amazon Fire, shite. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fine. I can read through the comics and stuff. But I see somebody with an iPad and then them reading it and go, "Fuck, that's so clear, <laughs> so annoying." Yeah. I had to get rid of mine. Well, your iPad? Uh, no, the Fire thing. Oh, the Fire. Rubbish, Fire HD. Yeah. Absolute fucking bollocks. Sorry mm. to swear on this. I swear all the time. Um, <laughs> it was terrible, yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. No. What's the URL for the for the website? If you want to get to my website, which is up and running now, and not dead, as I previously <laughs> stated, is, uh, it's joshhicks.co.uk all one word, uh, and also cpebooks.co.uk, which is my fake publisher that I set up to print my book. Yes. And if you want to get T-shirts, there'll be a link on those pages that will direct you to the T-shirts. But otherwise, if you go to everpress.com and search up Glorious Wrestling Alliance, you have until... The 15th. Approximately the 15th. I've said it like it's gospel. I don't know if that's the right day. All right. <laughs> it's either the 14th or the 15th. Okay. Do it on the 14th. Be safe. Yeah. Uh, extra time then at the end. But everpress.com, Glorious Wrestling Alliance. There's short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts. I got a book out. I'll be at Thought Bubble. Yeah. I'd love to see you. Perfect, mate. Such right. a pro. <laughs> totally like <so. laughs> I, uh... Send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher, and this track is Dial Up. You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter, at Joan Edam. And you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp. Little Heroes Comics is a UK-based charity that creates and distributes comic-making kits to children through hospitals and healthcare organisations across the UK. 
keeping them far from boredom and closer to creativity. Head to littleheroescomics.co.uk to find out how to donate and to help at this incredible charity today. One of the ways you can help them out and get some amazing all-age comics at the same time is by heading over to fairsparkbooks.co.uk. Nothing is more exciting than creating stories for kids and Fairspark Books bring you a whole host of them in different and exciting formats that are all aimed at encouraging imagination. You can find such titles as How to Make Comics with Springworth, Gallant Namos, Snuffy and Zoe, Megatomic Battle Rabbit, Leaf and so much more. Fairspark Books are partnered with Little Heroes Comics so a portion of the profits go towards their goal each year. Go to fairsparkbooks.co.uk and littleheroescomics.co.uk today to find out more. Little Heroes Comics. Bring a huge smile to comics creativity today. <laughs>